you're about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshima, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. I have a word based strictly on everything that we've done, especially the worship song, uh, Insignia, Stacy, and um, the rest of, by the spirit that we're working together has pronounced. And so I'm going to talk briefly. As I finished on the 31st, I still went home. And if you're a pastor, these are one of the difficult things you do because you start reviewing the service and a lot of people sometimes uh, maybe at home or when I start looking at my message and all that, I can't, I, I can't watch my message back. Neither can I, but you just want to check if you did anything stupid or said anything that wasn't right. <laughs> and just try to make sure that you're in sync. Um, and the Holy Spirit started to say to me, and I started to have this deliberation, why Goshen? My message this morning is the Goshen season. Because probably at 1 a.m. I was on the bed. And I finished my entire message this morning on the bed at 1 a.m. on my phone. The Holy Spirit was just speaking to me. Genesis 47 and verse 13. It says, now in the course of time, there was no food in all the land. For the famine was distressingly severe. So that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan languished in destitution and starvation because of the famine. Guys, let me say this clearly. That things in the world, in Egypt, is not getting any better after 2020. You need to understand this. And I will explain myself. Go to the next 27. It says, Now the people of Worship Tabernacle lived in the country of Egypt, United Kingdom, but in the land of Goshen. I hope I will hear an amen at home right now. He said, And they gained possessions and acquired property there and were fruitful and multiplied greatly. I have questioned myself why Goshen? Why did God in the middle of 2020 say say to my people I'm in Goshen? That was pretty cool. Cool. But why when I was saying, God, okay, 2021, he says, say, I'm Goshen. Why the repeat? Why not a new revelation? You know, many people like new, new revelation, new stuff I do. Am I lazy? Have I not heard you? Then at 1 a.m., 
overnight, the Lord said to me, He says, tell my people that it is a new year, but the same season. We're in a new year, but the same season of Goshen. Listen carefully. Listen carefully, everyone. Because this is the irony of the church. And we pastors have done a great injustice in how we present a new year without recognizing that God may be still saying the same thing he was saying. You don't move forward based on a change of year or a resolution. You move forward based on a spiritual word. Listen to me at home carefully. You move forward based on a spiritual word that changes the timing and the seasons of life. God is a God of seasons. 2020 and 2021, as I said on the 31st, but I couldn't explain myself until God started to explain it to me, are just numbers. You are not crossing over into a physical location, as I explained, because of a number. You are just changing years, but you are in the same season. And I can hear some people say, mm, God forbid, 2020, goodbye. Don't deceive yourself. It is spiritual foolishness. The change comes by spiritual atmosphere. We are changing years. This is the first time, but we're not changing seasons. The season of famine, sickness, and disease has continued in the United Kingdom. In fact, have we not seen that there are 50,000 infections in a row over the last four days? It did not diminish. We are in a new year but in the same season. And listen to me. Many of you that says goodbye 2020, I tear it up, I throw it in the bin. Don't do that because God is using 2020 as the season of Goshen, but just change the calendar year. Listen to me. The Premier League is in a new year, but same season. <laughs> the football league the premiership is in 2021 but their season started in September so if Liverpool wants to forget 2020 they will be relegated in this season if they just say oh because I'm first in last year that's enough they will soon find themselves relegated. Somebody, and we've seen this before, let me take Leicester City. You can Google it for some who don't know and understand football. Three or four years ago, Leicester City was at the bottom of the league. The bottom of the league. Somebody used to get. They were at the bottom of the league in December, going into the new year, and it was very clear they would be relegated. 
somehow they were still in the same season escaped relegation they started playing winning games winning games and winning games in the same season different year and they followed that into a new season new year and became the champions beyond anybody's imagination If your team is doing bad in 2020, they have the same 2021 season to fight for the premiership title and they can win. Different year, same season. God said to me, Son, we are like in the premiership in the second half of the season. And we have to be intentional and go hard to win the battle. Don't talk about 2020. Because you could, God said to me, the same season of Goshen, but a different year. But you need to be intentional in what you're doing. Think about it. Winter started in 2020. How many people, when they entered into 2021, is going out with, 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 with t-shirts and cropped tops? The winter season didn't end in 20, at 12 midnight. It's still the same winter season. New year, same season, same winter. The pastor, so what does the end of the year mean? The end of the year signifies to us that a season will soon come to an end. The new year is encouraging us because we know that if weeping persists through the night, joy is going to come in the morning. But I need to open up the whole uh, message in Washington Tabernacle. Don't follow people of saying 2020 was bad. In fact, it's so bad now that even those who God blessed have joined those who went through tough times and said, yeah, 2020 was difficult. What nonsense. You, you, you didn't end up in the hospital. You were still alive. You, God provided a good job for you. You had a baby during that period and you're now opening your mouth and say, eh, so, so you, you want to join them? You want to, uh, you, uh, uh, you know, if I say mine, uh, uh, it, 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 it may discourage somebody. No, it shouldn't discourage anybody. You should say them, tell, tell the word. God was good to me in this season. Because you're still in a season. You need to find out what God wants you to do in this season, not what, what does God want you to do in this year. The reasons why resolutions don't, make, don't work most of the time is that though it is a new year, but it is still a you. It is still the same you. Nothing has changed with you. You don't find a new year, you find a new you. So the question I want to quickly give us as we step into a season, because as from tomorrow, we will start our fasting and praying and somebody is saying, why do I have to do this? No, you don't have to. But trust me, if we didn't do what we had to do in January, throughout the whole of 2020, and prayed and fasted, calamity would have come and I would be looking at myself like, did I actually hear God or I didn't hear God? There will be a day I know where God will say, don't fast in January. Or God will say, just do one day in January. Or God will just say, do three days. There will be a day. I'm not going by tradition. But until he tells me, even if it's only me and my house, we will do it. There will be a day. And I know for sure 
That there will be one year where God will say, change. That will be a very difficult year for me to change something that I've been doing for 17 years or 18 years. But there will be a day. I know, I know for sure in my spirit that day may occur. God may just change the thing. God may even say do it in February. God may even say do it in December. I have no idea. But I'm not following a tradition until he says move from that season. We stay in that season. I want you to understand this. I'm going to repeat it. New year, same season. It is a new year for the entire world. But they're still in the same season of famine, devastation, sickness, and COVID. It is a new year for those who are children of God, but we are still in the same protection of the word Goshen for multiplication, increase, protection. But we need to understand the season and what God wants us to do and not be frivolous with this season. What does God want you to do in this new year but same season? Except you will lose Goshen and it will become a statement that has a prophetic core but it is not manifesting in our lives. These are not rhymes. These are just pure words that God gave me and said to me, Goshen 2020. Now, I'm going to give you three things. And for the first time in a long while, it does not align. There's no A, B, or C. And there's no rhyme in it. Just pure, what God gave me. He said, son, tell them, number one, everyone listen to this, you might want to write this down. Submit to the season and not to the year. James chapter 4 and verse 7 says, So submit to the authority of God. Resist the devil. Stand firm against him and he will flee from you. The message Bible says, So let God work his will in you. Let God work his will in you. Yell a loud no to the devil and watch him scamper. Life is not about letting God use you for his purpose. No, sorry. Life is about God, you letting God use you for his purpose, not letting God, not using God for your own purpose. That needs to come out better. Life is about you letting God use you for his purpose, not you using God for your purpose. Submit to the season, not to the year. You are made by God and for God and until you know that, listen to me, life will make no sense. A man out of place with God is out of place in all. Let me say this to you. As they were worshipping, there was a purity of worship that was coming out. And I sat there and God said, do you know if this same woman takes this into the secular world, 
it will be a total flop because my purity works only in my house and in my presence. Some are not designed for that. Some are not designed for that. Let me speak to all you artists and singers. God didn't design you for that. You cannot, you cannot take his purpose, your, the call. There are some people God called. There's a gentleman, Natalia Bassi. He can take that same trumpet and go out and MTV can invite him. And he can clash. Because whenever he sings, that trumpet, that, 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 that voice, and I, I don't know how to say, he doesn't have an Olympic voice like others. He just has a purity of an angelic voice. It's just like, it's just like, at his birth, angels spoke. He's kind of like a Samson trying to take what he was into the land of the Philistines. He died. Some of you, you are saying to yourself, let me go ahead of myself, this year I will, I will blow. This year, by God, I am going to blow. You will blow. You will blow. The way you will blow will blow you up so bad because God doesn't want you to blow this year. He wants you to grow. You, you're, you're missing a point as we go into God's presence in this January. Number one, you've got to understand that you do not submit to a year. You submit to a season. God has called some people that say this gift I gave you is just solely for me. You may not get a dime from it, but that's not why I created you. Some of you need to repent. Honey, I'm going to say this. It's so unfortunate that some people are born into church. They grow their talent in church. They hit the heights of success. They leave church. And when they die, they come back to the church to bury them. In the season where God wanted to showcase his glory or use them even when they're out there to showcase his glory, they disappeared. It's, that's the time the church is irrelevant. And then they die. I've seen it so many times. And then they say, oh, let's go and bury them uh, do a service because that's where their heart was. Their heart had left the place long time ago because Satan left his glory because he had a misplaced priority. Listen to me. How do I submit to the year? Accept the season and don't be afraid of it. It's so important to know how to adjust and navigate through a season. This is a year, this is a season of submission. Accept the season. Listen to me. Those who think 2020 is bygone. God said to Joseph, He says there's going to be seven years, a season of famine. 
So let's imagine God said there's going to be seven years. No prophet mentioned 2020. No pastor. I didn't see any. So let's be honest. Nobody spoke about one pandemic happening. Of course, the, what we have to do is to proclaim the goodness and the presence and the power of God. But just let's accept. Nobody said anything. So nobody, none of us surely knows because the secret that God reveals unto man is revealed to man. The secret that God keeps to himself, he keeps to himself. He, he, he actually wanted to demolish the altars of church. He disgraced us. He put us there to say, I am still sovereign. I am God. I am the all-knowing God. The pastors didn't do anything wrong. God just showed us that I am still Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. How long this season of famine will last, we do not know. But God said to Joseph, there will be seven years. So, 1991, 1992, because I don't want to use this year because so that people don't say, hey, Pastor, are you cursing us? So 1991, 1992, 1993, 1994, 1995, 1996, 1997. So, to the normal man, they didn't realize how long that season of goodness will happen. He says there will be seasons of prosperity. So the fact that they changed the year, none of them realized that they were still operating under a season. So 1991, 1993, 1994, it all went, but it was a season. As soon as they entered into the seventh year or the eighth year, the, the year changed, but they didn't realize that the season of farming began. And God showed one man, accept the season, but navigate rightly through the season. But until you submit to me, you will not know how to navigate. Some of you are going to still pick up your deals from last year. And God is saying, you're in a, you're in a different year right now. This is not the season to be messing around. He, he, God said to Joseph, he says, there's going to be seven years of plenty. If, I wish that there was first seven years of famine and then seven years of plenty. At least we'll get over that. But God said, no, 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 no. no. There's going to be seven years of plenty where foolishness will abound. Where people will start to ignore me. Where people will start to think it's by their power and by their might. And in that seven years, I'm preserving your family. And when the seven years happened, Joseph knew how to navigate from being relegated. Number one, B, yield to God and the year, this year, will yield to you. God will not yield his priority to your preference. Stop being obsessed with your presence, preference. That it now becomes your priority. Stop being obsessed by your preference. That it now becomes your priority. I hope God is speaking to someone who has made a foolish decision. That this year I'm going to shut everything out and I'm going to do me. You? 
Don't let your priority be a conflict with God's preference as it will hinder your progress. God is not going to adjust his will because of your preference and your problem. He's not going to do that. God is saying to us, one see that we should move at the speed of obedience and not ambition. When we try to put God on our own timetable, instead of us being on God's timetable, we will miss God every single time. Don't blow. Grow. Don't blow. You will blow up to pieces if you start to move at the speed of your ambition than the speed of God's obedience. Number two. So what was number one? Let's go quickly. Number one means submit to the season, not to the year. Give me number two. Number two, claim the assignment, not the year. Oh, God. Claim the assignment, not the year. You don't claim the year. You claim the assignment. You can't claim the year without revelation. This is my year without the promise will produce problems. When your confession lacks God's backing, all you have is void and emptiness. I'm so, I, we take confessions. Don't we take confessions? But if the confession is not in line with his assignment, all you have is just rhymes and riddles. You can jump from one church to one church. You had the opportunity to do that on the 31st. I know many people jump from one church to one church and you say, I, I claim this. Oh, ah, the pastor didn't say this. Ah, but this place, God spoke in this church. He says, this is your year of appearance. If you can shout it as much as you can, nothing is going to happen. It is called Pentecostal stupidity. God is not going to adjust his will because of your preference. When God said to you, come dress before me, he didn't say, come and claim in your onesies. Mm -hmm. He wants obedience, not your ambition. And you know the problem is this. If someone has said, come for a job interview, you will put on your best and smell the best. But because he's an unseen God, you think he's irrelevant to the progress of your life. If someone said, come right now, there's, I'm going to sign you up, you will go there prepared, but you come before God's presence every Sunday as if you're doing God a favor. Claim the assignment, not the year. What has God assigned you to do? When the vision is in place, there will be a provision. Forget about any confession if it does not fall under the assignment. Don't deceive yourself. If, if, every single, if every single confession that we made was stopped, all of us should be multi-billionaires by now. You know why it's not working? It's because God can see that we're going to take what he has, you know, and we're going to take it to the land or to a Delilah. God knows that once you blow, eh, once you blow, Watch me. Look at me. 
God knows once you blow. Dude, you put your head on the lap of a Peruvian weak wearing woman. God is not interested in your blowing than your growing. He knows once you blow, church becomes irrelevant. Once you blow, hmm? the wind blows with you. Once you blow, you blow everybody else out. That, that church doesn't really settle for me. And you will blow. Because they did went into the land of Moab and they blew. But it only lasts for a season. I don't know who I'm talking to today. The promise that lacks the power of God would not work this season. The sons of Scapha, they came. Did they not use the same Jesus? In the book of Acts, chapter 19. Now, Acts chapter 19, verse 15. He, he says, he, the, the demons, he says, and the evil spirit answered and said, <laughs> Dude, and he was still laughing. If I were there doing deliverance and I see somebody laughing like that, I would leave. He says, uh, uh, They said, in the name of Jesus, that Paul preach, come out. The evil spirit Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Paul, who are you? You know, I started a, a message about changing your spiritual atmosphere. This claim, you're claiming, claiming the promise. The devil is saying, the promise I know. Your words are right. But you lack the power of Jesus because you've missed your assignment. Number three. Submit to the season, don't submit to the year. Claim the assignment, not the year. Number three. Take this season and sanctify it. You see, there's no rhymes in this. God says, son, take the season and sanctify it. James chapter 5 verse 17. Let's close. He says, Elijah was, a, was as human as we are. And yet when he prayed, when he did what? Did he just pray? When he prayed what? Earnestly. This is what we're lacking. That no rain would fall. None fell for three and a half years. The man changed the season. And the years obeyed the season of his lips. You didn't get that. So one, first year, second year, third year. Nobody knew that those years was obeying a season. The years don't obey you. They obey the words that come out of your mouth. He says, no yet, no way. Then when he prayed again, he decided, okay, let's pray again. He says, the sky sent down rain and the earth 
began to yield its crop. He prayed and he changed his season. How do you sanctify this year? Pastor, why are you preaching this to us? Because I'm, I'm fed up with foolishness. I'm not going to deceive you. I, 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 was, I was blessed, fortunate, let's put lucky that I didn't say anything foolish in 2020. That God says I am. So I'm not going to continue with foolishness. It can't be church as usual. How do you sanctify this year? Two things. One, by cutting. By cutting. By cutting away and getting rid of excess baggage. Anything that is not relevant to you along the journey needs to, be, needs to go. It needs to go. Bruv, I don't know why I'm talking to the men. Bruv, why are you going out with that woman? Sorry, sorry. Why are you going out with that woman and you still have those floozies on your phone? Why? How, how is that relationship going to prosper when you're still holding on to baggage? Why is your Instagram full of naked women when you're in a new season? And then you're asking, God, let me blow. Blow for more naked women. Why are you in a relationship, new season, and you haven't cut away the things that are old? Why are you going out with that man but still saying, eh, I can do what I want to do? You can, you will blow soon. Why are you asking God for a new thing, but yet there's still old white wine skin. Why? Hey, you are sitting at home. You're not even concerned about the things of God, but you want God to be concerned about your things. It is called circumcision, y'all. It's circumcision. This year is circumcision. You can't go into Goshen behaving like fools. It's circumcision. It will shred the Egyptian mentality for you to stay in Goshen. God didn't say they should go into Goshen and start eating pigs. Ah, God didn't say that. God didn't say behave like the Egyptians in the land of Goshen. It's called circumcision. The unclean has to be cut off before you can go into the next level of your spiritual season. Number two, by praying. By praying. If you don't pray, you will become a prey. If you do not pray, you will become a victim of 2021. Yes! Let me say this before you say, but pastor said it, why didn't it happen? I've said it. How it will happen depends on your obedience. Don't put everything on the church. You will never tell anyone where you went wrong. You will always tell where the other pe person went wrong. Listen to me. You open yourself to ridicule. You will open yourself to confusion and a lottery mentality when your closet is empty and your head lacks oil. Listen to me carefully. 
The man that prays this year will shut out the whispers of heaven. The man that prays this year will destroy the attack of the enemy. The man or the woman, sorry, it's not gender based, I'm just using uh, uh, something as a general uh, discussion. The man or the woman, before you kill me, the man or the woman that does not pray is opening up their home for an advancement of the enemy. Elijah prayed and he changed the season. You must pray to change your season. He didn't pray haphazardly. He prayed earnestly. Earnestly. Prayer will open the doors that hard work can't. Prayer is the delivery room of destiny. If you can't pray, you will never experience transition. It's by cutting. It's by praying. It's by thanking. It's by giving God glory. Submitting, cutting, praying, thanking God. So I'm leaving you into the hands of the almighty God by saying to you, some of you are misplaced. Misplaced. What God has given you hasn't given you for the world. He's given it to you for Goshen. The money God has given you is not for the world. He's given you for Goshen. The child that God gave you is not to blow God away, but it's for Goshen. The, 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 the wife God gave you is for Goshen. The husband God gave you is for Goshen. The Bible says they prospered in Goshen, not outside of Goshen. And many of you, listen to me, and let me talk to you. Many of you are missing what God wants to do this year if you do not reverse. And say, God, I don't claim the year, I claim the season. God, I want to sanctify this year. And God says the first thing we're going to do today to sanctify the year is we're going to give him thanks and praise. I want you to bow your heads. The band's going to get ready. You're all going to stand up in your home. This is where some people can't be bothered. In fact, maybe for the first Sunday of the month, some of you are in your kitchen right now. Some of you are actually sending off an email. How much has the devil destroyed the presence of God in our homes the fact that we're not in church and we're soon going to come back to church does not mean that you cannot grow in God. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020 7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel Worship Tabernacle 131 St. John's Way N19 3RQ Archway, London Thank you for listening.